0: amen as we've already been uh, so blessed through the song the word uh the prayer in this service haven't we we thank god for that i'm really excited about um vacation bible school this week this is one of my favorite times, being with children and all those who are helping so we thank god for them um you know a lot of memories come to me when i sit in this sanctuary um wonderful memories and to see all of you uh, in front of us is such a joy so many people I know so many people I'm still trying to get to know Um, I would love to to get to know everybody but it's just been wonderful being here we are so grateful uh, to be with you this morning so we are continuing uh, with our sermon series the Lord is does anyone remember what the first sermon was Okay, that's great. I heard more noise here. <laughs> that's my amen corner here. I have to make sure everybody here. But uh, today's uh, scripture um, is on Psalm 34, and my focus verse would be the uh, Psalm 34, verse 18. So let's hear God's word this, this morning. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears. And delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart. And saves such as have a contrite spirit. Many are the affliction of the righteous. But the Lord delivers him out of them all. He guards all his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous shall be condemned. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants, and none of those who trust in him shall be condemned. This is the word of God for the people of God. God. Psalm 34 is another psalm of David. It is a psalm of praise, it is a psalm uh, that David wrote in the midst of his troubled time. And he calls the Lord as his Deliverer. And today's message, we will experience the healing touch of Jesus. So the Lord is not only our Shepherd, He is our our Helper. But today we will look at the Lord is our Healer. So would you join me in prayer that the Lord will help me preach His Word this morning. Lord Jesus, we come humbly in your presence. Lord, we have already been so blessed just by your presence in this sanctuary. God, I thank you so much that you are so true. You have said in your word, when two or three are gathered in my name, I am amongst them. And Lord, we have gathered here in your house, a house of prayer. A place where we encounter the presence of Jesus. Lord, I pray that you will hide me behind that cross of Calvary once again. Lord, that in this time of preaching, lives will be touched, changed, and transformed. Because your word is powerful, Lord. God, I pray that you will just speak to us and that you will touch our hearts, our minds, our souls this morning. Come, Holy Spirit. Come upon us at this time, Lord. Help us to receive your word. Help us to receive your healing. Help us to receive your forgiveness, Lord, whatever is it that you want to do in this service on this day, have your way, Lord. We ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. The Lord is, as I have been sharing the last two Sundays, that the phrase Lord is reminds us that it is a present tense. It is a constant and continuing. It doesn't say the Lord was my shepherd on a good day. But the Lord is my shepherd in good days, and bad days, in difficult days. It doesn't say the Lord was my helper ten years ago. The Lord doesn't help me today. That's wrong. The Lord helps us even today. And I tell you, I need a lot of help. We need a lot of help. But the Lord is our helper even today, friends. And not only that, today's message is that the Lord is our healer. God still is in the healing business. God still heals and saves souls. God still restores and renews life. And today we are going to pray and expect the touch of God upon our lives. But the fact the truth is, friends, that the Lord is with us. The Bible says in Hebrews 13:8, that Jesus Christ is the same? Yesterday. Okay, this, this group is still responding to me. we' got to we got to get this group going here. All right. So, the Scripture says, my focus is Psalm 34, verse 18, and it says, The Lord is near. The Lord is near. Friends, this is a very powerful statement recorded in the Bible, that the Lord is near. Now, there are times in our lives when we feel far away from God. And we wonder, God, where are you? There are times in our lives when we feel that God has forgotten us. God doesn't know what is going on in my life, and I wonder where God is in the midst of my trouble. But the truth is, friends, that the Lord is always near us. It is us who run away from God. It is us who walk away from God. The, The Bible is full of stories. One example is prodigal son who left his father's home, but the father was waiting for him. You, you uh, read the story of Noah and how Noah was running away from the call of God. But, but the truth is, friends, that I'm reminding that the Lord is near and that God is continuing to pursue us. God is continues to reach us, In, irrespective of how far we go from Him. God is always reaching out to us. How do we know that the Lord is near? You see, friends, when we look at the birth of Jesus, the manger... The manger reminds us that God sent His Son into the world and He was born in a very ordinary place. You wonder why a manger and not a throne? Because manger was a place where everyone had access to Him. Everyone could reach Him and God wanted to be near His people. God wanted to walk with us and, and, and talk with us and to feel what we are going through. And so friends, this morning, I want to share with you that the Lord is near. His birth reminds us that He is near us. And not only that His birth, but the cross of Jesus reminds us. We, uh, Rachel begin this service with the song, The Power of the Cross. You see, the cross of Jesus reminds us. We have a beautiful cross here. The cross of Jesus reminds us of how near Jesus is. You see, when he was on that cross, he felt every human emotion. He felt rejection. He felt forsaken. He felt pain. He felt sorrow. He felt all the things that we experience. Jesus endured on that cross. And that's why the uniqueness of Jesus is so special. He is the way. He is the truth, and He is the life. And He is is one who knows you and me. He knows what is going on in your heart this morning. He knows what's going on in your life this morning. He knows what's going on in your family situation this morning. Because He is a God that is near. He is not a God that is far from us. He is a God that is near us. The Lord is near. And what is He near? In this scripture we read... That the Lord is near to the broken heart. The Lord is near to the broken heart. Now, I want to read from different versions of the Bible, the Scream Scripture. And I want you to pay attention to the words in this Scripture. In the New King James Version, it says, The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and save such has have a contrite spirit. The word contrite means repentive spirit, a, a heart that is humble before God. In Psalm 34:18, the NIV version it says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. And save those who are crushed in spirit. Psalm 34:18, in the King James Version. It says the Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and save it such as be of a contrite spirit. Friends, this morning, there are a lot of broken hearts. The Lord is near to the broken heart. Some of us this morning have a broken heart. We have a broken heart due to a loss of a spouse. A loss of a friend. A loss of a daughter, a son, or even a precious animal who are part of your family. And maybe a year has gone by, but your heart is still broken for your loved ones. But the Bible says that God draws near to a broken heart. And that's why I love God so much, because... He draws near to us when we are broken, when we are in need of His grace. He comes close to us. The Lord is close to a broken heart. Some of us, friends, some of us have a broken heart due to a strained relationship. A strained relationship with our friends. A strained relationship with our friends, our family, our children. And it's been a long time. Maybe you haven't talked to your family member or uh, your son or a daughter. But your heart is broken. Some of us here have a broken heart due to personal sin. Sin creates a lot of problem in our lives. But the good news is that God draws. When we call on Him, He forgives us, he cleanses us, and he takes a broken heart and he makes it whole. In fact, David, who wrote this psalm, was a man of God. In Psalm 51, when you read his story, he had a broken heart because he had messed up. He had sinned against God, but God restored him. God is drawn to a broken heart. Some of us, friends, have a broken heart for a close friend that is going through a difficult time and you have been there for them and their tears and their pain and their suffering has touched you. I've talked to a close friend of mine this week. Been on the phone several times. It's as if your own family member is hurting. You feel for them, right? You feel for your family. Some of us, are heartbroken for all that our church, Georgetown First, has gone through in the last few years. The effect of pandemic has affected every local church. People have gone through things in their life that they never thought they would go through. We have experienced the loss of a senior pastor, Pastor Phil Hawk, faithful servant of Jesus. That is hard for a church to lose a pastor, And his journey, and we want to keep remembering them, his family, in prayer. Some of us are still dealing with all that has happened in our denomination. I'll be honest with you, friends. I've talked to several people who've gone through, who feel the hurt even today. But this is the right place to be in because God will meet us here. God restores, He heals, He revives. We all need a healing touch of Jesus this morning. Whatever you need, it may be emotional healing, it may be physical healing, it may be spiritual healing, it may be psychological healing. We have a healer. It's not me. It's not the church. It's Jesus Christ. And He's in this sanctuary this morning. You know how I know he is a healer, and specifically, Jesus is the healer? Because Jesus Christ knows what it means to have a broken heart. He knows what it, go, he knows what it means to feel the pain and the suffering. I want to read a couple of scriptures, and, and in that scripture, just reflect on what Jesus has went through. In Isaiah 53, verse 3 and 5. This is talking about Jesus. He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. Yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgression. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. The cross of Jesus, the death of Jesus, the pain of Jesus, as he hung on the cross, friends... His suffering, his pain is out of that that we receive the healing touch of Jesus. It is out of that pain that we experience the grace of Jesus. It is out of that suffering, the crush, Krishna, that Jesus experienced we receive the forgiveness of Jesus. And that's why we preach his name. We see Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. You will see The Savior of the world with a broken heart. Listen to his prayer. This is right before he is going to be arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane. Right before he is going to carry the cross. He is in the Garden of Gethsemane and he is praying. He was praying for the world. He is praying for you and me. Listen to the scripture. From Matthew chapter 26, verse 38 and 39. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. He's talking to his disciples. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My Father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet not as I will, but as you will. Do you see those words? And that's why Jesus understands what it means to go through a broken heart. No matter what reason we may have a broken heart, we have a Savior in Jesus who knows what we are going through. This morning, Jesus says to us, to so all of you including me, He says to us, from John 14:1, these are very closing words that He spoke to His disciple before He was going to die and rise again. He said to his disciples, Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. You know, friends, when I hear those words, it gives me such hope. These are not my words. These are the words of Jesus recorded in the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 1. Let not your heart be troubled. Whatever we are going through, whatever we have come through, God has not forgotten us. In fact, God is very near when there is pain and suffering and we need healing. God is near us. The Bible says in Exodus fifteen twenty-six, For I am the Lord that healeth thee. Now, in the Old Testament, there are many names for God. He's known as Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Jireh, my provider, Jehovah Tishkunu. But in this scripture, Exodus 15, 26, the word healing comes of a God that heals. He's known as Jehovah Rapha. And what that means is, Jehovah Rapha means one who cures, who heals, who repairs thoroughly, and he makes us whole. My prayer today, friends is that Jehovah Rapha who is in this sanctuary he will heal your broken heart he will heal your spirit he will heal your heart this morning he is Jehovah Rapha he is the healer now friends i know healing may come to us immediately and bible has stories of people that encountered jesus and they received his healing touch at that very moment Healing sometimes may take time. God is doing something before we experience His healing. And healing may come to us in different ways than we do not expect. I know you and I have friends that, there's a pastor, I have prayed for my mom or a son or a daughter, and I prayed and I prayed that God will heal them, but they, they are not alive, they died. I don't understand, friends, I I'm not an expert in healing. But I do know this. That the Lord is close to the broken heart. And sometimes spiritual healing is that the Lord calls your loved one home. So that they don't have to suffer anymore. The Lord is our healer. The Lord is my healer. And the healing power of Jesus is in this place this morning. As we look to Him. And that's why I'm focusing so much on prayer. Because prayer is an avenue through which we connect with Jesus. And the more we connect with Him, the more we connect to the source of power, that's when we experience His touch. His presence. This morning, I want to close our service by doing a prayer of blessing and anointing. You see the anointing oil here? Now this oil has no power. But in the Bible, the oil was used as a symbol of healing. I want to share three scriptures with you and then we will invite you to come forward. In Psalm 23 verse 5, David says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. You see, the sheep would sometimes, as the shepherd would take care of the sheep, sometimes insects would go into the nose of the sheep and would affect their, uh, inside of their, in their head. And so the shepherd would put this oil as an ointment of healing. And similarly, sometimes in our mind, in our lives, we go through some things and, and we are affected in our minds and, and we need the healing touch of Jesus this morning. In 1 Samuel sixteen thirteen, the same David who wrote the psalm, he was anointed king by the prophet Samuel, but the day he was chosen, the day uh, David was chosen to be the king, Samuel the prophet anointed Pour oil on him. I want to read this from the Bible. 1 Samuel 16, 13. The Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. They poured the oil on him. And as soon as they did that, the Holy Spirit came in power upon David's life. In Luke chapter 10, 33 and 35, we all know the story of the Good Samaritan, right? I won't read the whole story, but I want to read just a few verses of the Good Samaritan. Luke 10, 33, 35, the Samaritan, he stops to help this man. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. So he went to him and bandaged his wounds. Then what did he do? Pouring on oil... And wine, and he set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. This morning, we're going to have three stations here. I'm going to invite anyone to come forward. We're going to anoint your forehead with anointing oil. We're going to put a cross. And we're going to pray a blessing over your life. As pastor, that God's healing touch will be upon you. Now, if you don't want us to put it on your forehead, you can open your palm. We can put that on your palm. But if you don't want any of that, you can just come and say, Pastor, just pray a blessing over my life. And as you come, by faith, we're going to pray for God's healing touch upon you. I invite you, after you're anointed, you're welcome to pray at the altar. Or you come on behalf of someone who needs the healing touch. Say, Pastor, would you pray for my son or daughter? And we will pray a blessing and a prayer for that specific need. Amen. Just feel, I know this may be new for some of you, but this is not new in the Christian church. It's not new in the Bible. But I want you to come with an open heart and with faith that you will experience his presence this morning. Pastor Kathleen is helping, and we have a retired pastor with us, Pastor Pat Ryder, served in the East Ohio Conference of the Methodist Church. I've invited her to come and help us in this service. So let me pray, and then we'll invite. If you feel comfortable, you come. If if you're not able to come forward, just raise your hand, and we will come to you and pray with you this morning. So why don't you open your hands this morning and ask God. We're going to pray for God's healing touch. Lord Jesus, we come with our palms open. We come with a surrendered heart. We come with our minds of our family members on our hearts. We come with a broken heart. We come to receive. Receive your love. Receive your forgiveness. And receive your strength this morning. So come Holy Spirit. Come upon us. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.